0: and our God, we just bring our worship to you this morning. You are the help. (laughs) Papa, receive our worship. As long as we are breathing, we will always worship you. In the midst of the storm, we will worship you because you are the peace in every storm. You are the light in every darkness, Lord. No matter the story that the devil is whispering in our ears, you come with a loud voice saying, I am your help. And truly we say that you are our help. Yeah, Baba. Receive our worship. Receive our worship. Receive our worship. Let us come up as a sweet, smelling salver to you this morning. In the name of Jesus Christ, your only son. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name. Father, it is time for your word to come forth. Father, let the words that shall be spoken be words from your throne room in the name of Jesus. Let it be words that will lift people up, that will transform lives in the name of Jesus. Father, at the end of the day, like my pastor says, let it be impossible for any man to come here and go the same way in the name of Jesus. Let us receive your touch. Let us receive you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Come on, jam your hands together if you're happy to be in God's presence this morning. Come on, celebrate Jesus. Celebrate this God. It's good, it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good. good. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, amen. You know, God is so, 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 so good. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, this morning, I was filled with the spirit of heaviness. And I said, God, remove the spirit of heaviness from me. You know, he's a God who listens to every little cry. Amen. And it, and it truly took it away from me and gave me this garment of praise. What a good God he is. Amen. You know, you know, one thing I will say to you, I'm a daddy's girl. I am the girl of my almighty God. And you know, every time I turn to him, he just answers me, and I'm so so grateful. Last Sunday, as we left church, you know, the devil whispered to me like, "Shabi, you were dancing. Hey, that dance, you dance, you dance, you dance well, well, Abi." <laughs> ah, hallelujah! I opened my phone and I had like uh, 16 missed calls. Thank God, I was in front of PJ. You know, 16 missed calls, and you know, my father had been in hospital. And when I... About three different people, four different people had called me. This is not the message, but I don't know why I'm talking about it. I said I wasn't going to talk about it. You know, but we must shame that devil. Amen? Amen. We have to shame the devil. Amen? Amen, Amen. yes. That's why I'm talking about it. And about four different people had called me. And the one that had called me the most out of all of them was the first person that I called. Because I said, "Ah, why is it? I mean, why why did he call me so many times? But somehow... Somehow, somehow I knew. Amen. But I was wishing that it would not be what it was. Amen. Then I called him and my cousin picked up the phone and he was wailing, wailing, wailing and everything like that. I said, what is wrong? What is wrong? And PJ was looking at me because I was talking in a calm voice, you know. And I said, you know what? Calm down. Calm down. Calm down when he said it you know even pj was he didn't know what was going on because i just kept saying calm down you know calm down calm down calm down Why was i saying calm down he said we lost daddy daddy's gone my father was gone i'm a daddy's girl my father had gone to be with the lord at 1 p.m last sunday you know two weeks to his birthday my father would have been 78 next sunday 17th of october but you know what i praise god I praise God, I praise God, I praise God, I praise God, and uh, PJ just took over, amen, but God is good, let's open our Bibles to the book of Psalms 118, hallelujah, amen, amen, I give God glory, he's been so, so good, hallelujah. You know, when the ministers prayed, um, we we um, we ended the prayer by saying that every one of us would have a mighty testimony by the end of the week. Abby, yes, we said it, and someone will say, "You lost your father. What is your mighty testimony?" But well, you know, God showed up in such a big way, big big way. I mean, um, I had help around me. You know, everywhere I looked, there was help. You know. I'm so happy I belong to this family. I'm so happy I belong to this family. And um, the the, the kind of people who have come to commiserate with me is unbelievable. I, you know, it's good to work for God. It's good to work for God. If you are not working for God, please think about it. Because uh, (laughs) the kind of people that my house has received... Even me, Abby, uh-huh. I, I looked at myself and I said, is it me? Is it me? Is it me? And it can only be God. And that is because it's a help from above. Hallelujah. Psalm 118, I'm going to be reading the 13th and the 14th verse. And we go on to read Second Kings 5, 1 to 14. Hallelujah. You know, I'm sure some of you know familiar with the way that I do it. always have two scriptures. Hallelujah. The Lord is, okay, 13 to 14. My enemies did their best to kill me, but the Lord rescued me. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has given me victory. Sorry, I wanted to read this in the New King James. Okay, 13 to 14. It says, the Lord is my strength and song, and He has become my salvation. You push me violently that I might fall, but the Lord helped me. 13. You push me violently that I might fall, but what? The Lord helped me. The Lord is my strength and song, and He has become my salvation. Hallelujah. Second Kings, chapter 5, the New Living Translation, 1 to 14. The king of Aram had great admiration for Naaman, the commander of his army, because through him the Lord had given Aram great victories. But though Naaman was a mighty warrior, he suffered from leprosy. Some versions have it as but, hallelujah. God will remove every butt in your life in the name of Jesus. At this time, Aramian raiders had invaded the land of Israel, and among their captives was a young girl who who had been given to Naaman's wife as a maid. So she was a captive. One day, the girl said to her mistress, I wish my master would go to see the prophet in Samaria. He would heal him of his leprosy. So Naaman took, told the king what the young girl from Israel had said. Go and visit the prophet. The king of Ar- Aram told him, I will send a letter of introduction for you to take to the king of Israel. So Naaman started out carrying as gift 70, 50 pounds of silver, 150 pounds of gold, and 10 sets of clothing. The letter to the king of Israel said, with this letter, I present my servant Naaman. I want you to heal him of his leprosy. That's the king. Hallelujah. When the king of Israel read this letter, he tore his clothes in dismay and said, "Am my God, that I can give life and take it away. Only God gives life and he takes it away. Why is this man asking me to heal someone with leprosy? I can see that he's just trying to pick a fight with me. But when Elisha, the man of God, heard, what are you hearing? What do you hear? That the king of Israel had torn his clothes in dismay. He sent this message to him. He said, why are you so upset? Send Naaman to me. And he will learn that there's a true prophet here in Israel. Who is behind a true prophet? God. So when he says, send him to me. So that he will learn that there's a true prophet. What he's saying is that, send him to me. So that he will learn that there. Hallelujah. So Naaman went with his horses and chariots and waited at the door of Elisha's house. But Elisha sent a messenger out to him with this message: Go and wash yourself seven times in the Jordan River. Then your skin will be restored and you'll be healed of your leprosy. <laughs> but, but again, Naaman, hey, may God not lead us to people that we set trap for us. Amen. But Naaman, he came all the way to Israel to get help. They took him. The girl said, the man of God. Isn't that what she told him? Then he was now at the house of the man of God. And the man of God said what to him? The girl had given testimony about the man of God. And when the man, he, he said, but Naaman did what? Became angry. He became angry. What he came for? Pride and arrogance took him over that very minute. There will be things that we are pursuing when we are at the edge of our victory. Something will happen and we get angry. Why? They don't know who I am. Who are you? Who are you? Dust and we feel so important. I stalked away. Hey, I thought he would certainly come out to meet me, General man of God must come and meet you. He said, I expected him to wave his hand over the leprosy and call on the name of the Lord. his God and heal me. We always have an idea how God is going to do it. Who are you to tell God how he's going to do it? We have preconceived notion. This is who he's going to use. Even when we know who he's going to use, we think we know the way the person is going to do it. God is not a God that you can predict so. The way he does it for me is not the way we do it for PJ. Even the same situation, he can choose to do it differently. It's God, we can't question him. Amen. Are in the rivers of Damascus, the Abana, the Fafa better than any of the rivers of Israel? Who is he? If they were better than the rivers of Israel, why did you jump into them? Even if they were better, there was somebody who got a revelation that go into the river Jordan. He didn't say go into those rivers that he thought that Nehemiah thought were better. Why shouldn't I wash them and be healed? So Naaman turned and went away in a rage. What is she? Although, though, he came all the way. And he turned and he left in a rage. If you live in a rage, you go, who is the leprosy going to remain with? Is the one that the problem will remain with. What is the leprosy that you have? What brings shame to you is leprosy. What is that leprosy that you are covering up? That thing that you know that if your neighbor who is sitting next to you knows that you are doing. Like Brother Nelson said, many of us come covered up, masking our issues, masking our problems. The person who is seated next to me sees somebody who is beautiful is kissing outside and beautiful. Some of us are carrying dark secrets. That even you know that you should not be knowing, that you should not be doing, that you should not continue. He said something, he said addictions. Some of us have horrible addictions. Horrible addictions. There's help. There's help. There's nothing, nothing that is coming. There's nothing that is going on. There's nothing that is around you. That's when you lay it at the altar of God. He does not pick it up from you. And when he picks it up, there's an exchange. He picks it up and he gives you something in return. That's who he is. It's not a God that leaves you empty. Because he knows that whatever you lay at his feet, something has to be filled inside of you. Wow. PJ, there must be something about your prayer. I'm not even looking in my book. Everything I wrote is not what I'm saying. And what happened with Naaman? But his officers tried to reason with him and said, "Sir, hey, hey, if the prophet had told you to do something very difficult, wouldn't you have done it? Thank God that his officers didn't allow him to go back in his rage. Do you know what it is for a general to be angry? I am the child of a general. My father had retired They are stern. They are focused. They are disciplined. Even when they are not angry. Then when they are now angry. And yet, the officers spoke to him. I can tell you that when when a general is angry, everybody disappears. Even his ADC. But, You know, he, he, he had done so many things that God should turn his back and say, "Ah, uh-uh. after all, you are not an Israelite. You know what that tells me? We are all candidates of God's mercy and help. Don't let anybody deceive you. Don't let anybody tell you that, whoa, your own is too much. <laughs> it is not too much for God. At every point you're going wrong, he's there with you. He sends you somebody to say, slow down. Slow down. Farabale. Rele. Eh? What else? Calm down. Give me, give me. Slangs. Chill. Chill. Relax. Chillax. It's chill and relax together. Chillax. Yes. Hallelujah. He sent somebody to you. So those officers said to him, If he had told you to do something difficult, wouldn't you have done it? But So you should certainly obey him when he says simply. He says simply. You know, some of us, we are so complex, simple things. We think that they are too simple. Your life has to be complex. Who says? With my God, life is not complex at all. Life is simple. Whatever he says, I do it. No matter how foolish it sounds to somebody else. Because he's not a complex God at all. In fact, the simpler instructions, please jump at it. Hallelujah. He said you would certainly have obeyed him. When he says, go and wash and be cured. So what did Naaman do? Thank God for deliverance. Thank God that he allowed reasoning. And he suppressed that anger. And he said, let me try it. Let me try it. Eh? No matter how stupid is looking to you, when God sends somebody to you, just say, Let me try it. Amen. So Nehemiah went down to the Jordan River and he dipped himself seven times as the man of God had instructed him. And his skin became as healthy as the skin of a young child. And he was healed. I'm sure AOC. And, Brother they can tell us how the skin of a newborn baby is. I'm sure fresh, like, it's like. (laughs) (laughs) And that was how the skin of Naaman became. You know, when, when you see those young children in the church, Many of us just see them. We don't even look their way. Those of us who play with them, check our skin. You know, it's good to have the heart of a child. I'm telling you. (laughs) I didn't call any name. I didn't call any name. Those of us who don't play with them, they don't have to beg us to smile. The ones I don't play with the children, they have a scowl on their face every time. True or false? Uh-huh. They don't smile. Some people said to me last Sunday, "See how PJ was dancing. PJ can dance like that." As in, ah uh-uh. ah. Even when uh, we thought it was just going to end the same, it started on another level again. Ah uh-uh. ah. In fact, we found God new things. New things oh. Uh, I mean I know new things. Amen. As you say amen, and you are happy for the new things happening in the life of our pastor, even you too. Amen. Amen. What is help? To help is to assist, to aid, to rescue, to ease, to relieve, to improve, to fix, to serve, and to wait on. And the noun of it is assistance, is aid, is the means of fixing or changing something. Because our topic is help from above. And from beginning at, originating in, it indicates a source due to, caused by. And above is over. Higher than overhead in a higher place. Help from above, when we bring it together, is divine help, which means it pertains to God, is like God, is heavenly, is sacred, and is especially good and is beautiful. And help from above locates you, and it just rains on you. You know, I sum up help from above like this, that is a faith override. And only grace can do it. Faith override, only grace can do it. If you don't pick up anything this morning, pick that up. Faith override, only grace can do it. And we see this in Naaman. As we read and we went along. Hallelujah. You know, God chooses. His, book, his, his word says in Romans 9.15. I will show mercy to anyone I choose. And show I will show mercy to anyone I choose, and I will show compassion to anyone I choose. I think your prayer now should be, Father, make me a candidate of your mercy and compassion today. Let's pray that prayer. Father, make me a candidate of your mercy and compassion. Make me a candidate of your mercy and compassion. Amen. Amen. So, with Naaman, all the way was God's mercy from the maid being in his house and being concerned about his leprous condition. How many housemaids care about their masters? Let's be factual. How many? This was a maid. She was captured. She was a captive. She should even be bitter that she had been captured. She's no longer with her people. She's now in a strange man's house, you know? And she saw that the man had an issue, and she was concerned. You see that she was divinely placed in that house by God. Somebody whose situation should not be that of helping anybody. And she could talk to her mistress and say, there's somebody somewhere who can do something about Oga's situation. Meaning that the mistress made herself approachable. For those who are already mistresses in their homes, you have people working with you. How approachable are you? Because you never can tell. That girl might be an angel in your home. And if you are not yet a mistress, you are your parents' home. There are people working for you. don't Don't look at don't look down on them. Don't treat them with disdain, because that person might be an angel in your home to lead you to that place where God has placed help for you. And are you here? You're sitting now and saying, "I don't have any problem." They're talking about help. What do I need help for? I have everything. (laughs) You have everything. You need help. Because, (laughs) hey, (laughs) because help is the means of changing something. Because that place where you are, that you think is the best, that is not the best. That is not what God has in plan for you. He wants to take you. Help is when you are on a queue, and you think you are supposed to be queuing, and somebody comes to meet you at the end of the queue, and says, our boss wants you in the office. many of us has gone to passport office? I told you last week that if you don't have passports, you should go and collect passports. Did anybody go to passport office this week? You went. Okay. For those who didn't go, you went. Oh, clap for our pastor. (laughs) How many of us have been in the passport office in the past six months? Do you see the people in that place? The crowd. You don't know anybody, you go to the passport office. And you are you are just thinking, ah, where will I start from? Then somebody just comes to say, Oga, our guy is calling you. He said, Oga, okay? I don't know any Oga here. Oga says I should call you. Please don't put me in trouble because he's calling you. Then he also now goes to see Oga, and he says, Oga, you must be a man of God. Ah. <laughs> and as AOC is still wondering, how did he know? He said, I passed by you, and I felt something. And that is why I said they should go and call you. People like you should not be standing. Just tell us what you want. Then AOC says, you know, I'm here alone, but I actually wanted to come and make an inquiry for my wife, for my two sons, for my father, for my mother. For my, and he says, it is done, sir. That is help. So when AOC is busy thinking, okay, I'm the man of God. He has called me in. And the Holy Spirit whispers to him, as you are here, your wife, your mother, your father, your sons, everybody, they are going to tap into what is going on with you now. That is help. So if you are here saying you don't need help, you need help. Help that you have never left Nigeria before. And you get an email, and they say that a foreign company is interested in you. Amen. And you say, I don't have a passport. They say, don't worry. We get it for you. And that passport takes one day. And you don't go to the embassy. They bring the visa to you at home. And it's a work visa. <laughs> Some of you, you're, you're, you're thinking that it's not fun. You see, if you doubt it, it will not happen. And the kind of figures that you did not even think that you were going to earn in Naira. You are earning it in dollars. Amen. My brother is looking at me. You know you, that look, eh? It's like, you know, you are going to call me one day and say, Pastor Bossy, I bought a house for you. Amen. You. It takes somebody who has bought houses for all of these people to buy for somebody else now. And that is how God is going to pour the blessing on you. Amen. He takes you out of obscurity. Is that what they call it? And he brings you into lamplight. Who am I? I grew up in Lagos Island. So what? He said, you might be from Lagos Island, but you are a world. Amen. Through you, the name of your family will change. Amen. When they are saying Omotani, people will say Omotanyuje. <laughs> hey Because of that help that is coming for all of us. (laughs) That help is available already. Amen. Amen. You know, hmm, why do we need help from above? In fact, help from above is very critical to our existence and success. It is the all in all. If God does not or cannot help you, no one can. He is help itself. And he directs who he gives it to and who helps you to get it. And like I always do, like a good student of my pastor, we need help from above because of what he does. We go to the seven G's. help does, the seven G's, quickly. Number one, Gift, Help from above is a gift. It is a present from God. Person who gives a present decides who he gives it to. Number two G, genuine. It is real. It is true. It is honest. It is sincere. In fact, it is original. It is sincerely felt and expressed. Sincerely felt and expressed. The three, the third one, gigantic. It is huge. It is tremendous. It is exceedingly large. Psalm 86, 13 says, for for your love for me is very great. The love of God for you to send help to you is very great. So it is a big deal to have help from above. It so overshadows every same main issues or problems. When help comes for you from above, whatever it is that is going on with you, That's why he says to change something, to make it, you know, when, when God takes away all of your issues, with that help that comes from above. Ask a man who wakes up every day in pains and does not have a solution, does not have an answer. he wakes up and there's no pain. He doesn't even realize it. Second day, there's no pain. By third day, he's like a madman. You mean I've done three days? There's no pain. Ask somebody who has grown up every day using an inhaler. And all of a sudden, he finds out that he has not used an inhaler in in, in one month. Ask somebody who they said is SS. And people decide to, to, to hold them in prayers. And they go back and they do a test. And they say, you are AA. What kind of miracle are you believing God for? That help from above. We change your story. Yeah. Help from above. The fourth G galvanizes. Simulating to action. Divine help will cause you to take on anything like David when he faced Goliath. He knew that with divine help, because he had said, he said, even the bear and the lion came, I smote them. Why? Because God was with me. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Who did he say we save him? and the people of Israel from the uncircumcised Philistine. God. So because he knew he had that divine help, he could take his sling and a stone and run towards a giant. Action. The fifth one, help from above, is your guide for life. It is your compass. It directs you, it instructs you, it leads you in the way to go. Help from above directs our course and determines the direction of our travel. I will say that again in case you didn't get it. Help from above directs our course, and it determines the direction of our travel. Life is a journey. We are on a trip. We are in a journey. And it is only the help from above that directs. Psalm 25 and verse 5 says, Lead me by your truth and teach me, for you are the God who saves me. All day long, I put my hope in you. And Psalm 5, verse 8 says, lead me in the right path, O Lord, or my enemies will conquer me. And number 6G, help from God is a must get. Must get. Must have. Seek it. Get it. Lamentations 3, 22-23 says, The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Hallelujah. And Psalm 136, all through that chapter, says His mercy endures forever. It's not for a time. It's not for a time. It's mercy endures forever. So it's a must get. Hallelujah. And the last G is gain. Help from above is gain. It's an addition. It's an increase. It's a multiplication. It's a win. It's beneficial. When you have it, good is all That it does for you. Hallelujah. Are you here? You want this help from above. We are all candidates of his mercy. But you know. He wants you to know him. And to meet with him. Are you here you haven't met Christ? Or at a time you met him, and you know all those cares of the world start taking you over, all those addictions, things that you know that uh, the next person shouldn't know, and you are saying, God, I want help from above. I want to be a candidate of your mercy. I want to be a candidate of your compassion. But I don't want anything to stand in the way. I don't want anything to come in between me and you this morning. I have said that I'm going to go to church and not not return the same way that I went. If there's anything that is going to stop that from happening, Father, I give it up now. I give it up now and ask that you take it away. Make me a candidate of your mercy, of your compassion. Pray, 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 brethren. Ask God to make you a candidate of his mercy, of his compassion. I will look up to, from where's comets, my help, my help comets from the Lord. Take care of heaven Mm -hmm. and earth. that into your prayer. He shall my soul. That's who he is. He's a helper. One uncle from one auntie. Open your mouth and sing to him and say that your help comes from him only.